It's 11.02, time for the Duke of Pipso. It's 11.02 Central Standard Time, and welcome to the Duke of Pipso podcast. Coming to you live from the West Alabama Ice House in Houston, Texas, I'm Martin. And I'm Matt. And now, let's go hit up the food trucks. Wait, Matt? Yes? We're going to get all these tacos and then just eat them all during the podcast? Uh, I. When else are we supposed to eat them? You just hit the mute button. Oh, okay. Fair and enough. Then, but then turn the mute off when you want to talk. Or don't. I don't know. I guess I shouldn't meddle with your, with I know. your process. So, so Matt and I are in Houston. We were guests of Coach P last night at the big game. It was awesome. And I looked up on the internet the cool place in Houston, and this was the only place that showed up. Right. Well, I mean, what do you, you know, it's Houston. I mean, you know, one minute you're like in McMansionville and the other you're not. Right? Am I right? You're right. You're right. I think we should move on. Yeah. Uh, so we don't, want, we don't want Houston to cancel us. I want to talk just, you know, I like, I like, when we get to tell each other something that we don't know about each other. I do too. As longtime podcasting hosts, you know, you you learn a lot about the other person. Now, Martin, I don't think you know that um there was a in my family at one time owned a tavern. It was called the Duck Inn. And oh. uh yeah. And they used to serve duck, a, a duck dinner, like at Thanksgiving. But I think the uh, double entendre is, uh, you know, oh, I'm just going to duck into uh, this tavern for a, you know, glass of whatever. And some duck. And yeah, at Thanksgiving, you could get duck. Um, it was in Wadsworth, Illinois, which is uh, almost to the border of Wisconsin. It's pretty, pretty far north. In northern Illinois, I uh, was out in the country, and uh, my my great aunt, and I'm going to say aunt, not aunt, even though I've lived in Virginia for 14 years, uh, she and her husband started this tavern. They moved from Chicago, the south side, uh, where they uh, both grew up, and opened this tavern, I think it was in the 50s. My great-great-grandfather, my great-aunt's dad, who was a Chicago firefighter, retired and moved with them. And evidently he would, every morning he would go down to the bar and have a glass of whiskey the first thing in the morning. Uh, And uh, my my great-aunt's husband was a Marine in World War II. He was in the Pacific and was one of the island hoppers. So uh, as my uncle, who studied military history, said that Bruce Brown didn't have to go to hell because he'd already been there uh, when he was a Marine. And not surprisingly, when he came back after World War II, he was a very different person who uh, struggled to to assimilate. But anyway, uh, I never went there until a couple of years ago we were driving back from from northern Wisconsin and got off 294 and took 41. And I was like, hey, let's go to the Duck Inn. 
And we went there and there were still signs up and everything that I could tell that my family had put up in there. And uh, anyway, it's a kind of a divey joint, you know, but your typical kind of rural Midwestern tavern. Uh, and they lived, rec- they lived, be- they lived, you know, upstairs, like in the old, old days. A classic style. Yeah. Um, I'd recommend the duck. They don't, mm. it's limited. They don't have it all the time though. There's a place in Bridgeport called the duck Inn, but it's it, in Chicago, but it's a fancy restaurant. So oh, there, yeah. there's, it's, there's a big difference. That's not a double entente, as you said. Uh, uh, how do you know, Monsieur Miller? No, the fancy one, right? See, no. If you're oui. French, it doesn't work. Well, listen, um, anyway, um, any questions, of, Martin, about yeah, the duck couple, couple questions. Well, okay. this is more just a comment. A lot of people, if you're not from Illinois, you may not know this. What was the name of that town? Again, it's sort of Wadsworth. a W. You can Wadsworth. tell that's on the north end of Illinois because the towns in Illinois are arranged in alphabetical order from south to north. Okay. So if it's W, it's near the end, which is at the north side of the state. Okay. Um, And also that one saying, Matt, is that like a family saying about you don't have to go to hell? No. Well, you know, no. Because... No. Why would you want to go to hell? You know what I mean? No, you're not. I probably misspoke. He okay. isn't going to hell because he already went there. Right. But no, like, why? On. What are you? Are you, are you like, oh, here's your chance to be like, oh, I'm I'm Martin the atheist. Let me let me rag on all these, you know, brainwashed religious that is, people. I am wearing my atheist hat right now. Yeah. And I know you have your anarchy tattoos. The anarchy the symbol. Of Einstein and the Pope. Okay. But the Pope doesn't look... Anyway, it doesn't matter. Let's move on. Okay. Well, so Matt, yeah, this is an exciting week, Martin. Yeah, it's a big snowstorm, supposedly, in Chicago. There's no snow at my house. Yeah, okay. Is that what you mean? No. It's it's the... We're opening the DOP mailbag. Oh, right, right. Yeah. It's sometimes when they get so close, I'm so excited about it all the time that I forget. So this, these are actual, this is actual correspondence that we get. Email, and mail, Duke text of Pipso, Duke of Pipso at gmail.com. And then we're on Insta. Yeah. I don't know. Hashtag Duke of Pipso. Uh, let me let me make sure that's correct. Okay. Um, because everyone told us like get on. It's just Duke Pipso. Oh, you Duke know Pip- it's us if it has our own old pink logo with Devin Hester and the crest on it. Right, the one that we we got sued by the Bears for. But we're so, bringing it back secretly. Well, Martin, I think I just I I'm ready to just kick it off because Do actually, it. yeah. So. I got a pretty exciting piece of correspondence here. Dear Duke of Pipso podcast, melodious greetings from the Audio Engineering Society headquarters in New York City. Our membership largely comprises engineers developing devices or products for audio and persons working in audio content production. It also includes 
acousticians, I think is how you say it, audiologists, mm. academics, and those in other disciplines related to audio. The AES is the only worldwide professional society devoted exclusively to audio technology. We are honored to invite your podcast head audio content producer, Martin Miller, to participate in our fourth International Audio Engineering Society Acoustics and Sound Reinforcement Conference at Le Mans University in Le Mans, France. I was that was really hard for me to say without speaking with my French accent, Not, by the yeah. way. France? This conference aims to bring together the minds of leading researchers and practitioners to discuss novel ideas and to foster the next generation of innovators in the industry through the promotion of inclusivity and diversity. It is our belief that Mr. Miller has revolutionized the role of audio content producer by never listening to the final product before publishing an episode. Never. Mr. Miller's incredible precision, not to mention supreme confidence, stands to affect the lives of countless other audio technology professionals. Wow. Moreover, his eccentric behavior and overall strange manner is bound to be entertaining in France. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff I like in there, and there's a couple things I don't like in there. Okay. Um, I will accept the accolades, gladly. Okay. Um, and I think people need to realize that I have maybe a different vision of audio and effects and editing than other people do. I'm going for more of a live, sort of a vaudeville effect. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, so... If you're going to see, say, a street performer, maybe a magician or a puppet, you know, those people that make the puppets that beat each other up. If you have any sound effects, people are thrilled. I mean, okay. back 100 years ago, sound effects weren't even invented for anything. That's wow. why all plays were silent. <laughs> right. Um, but going back, it's, it seems like a long way to go. You know what I mean? And who else is going to be there? Well, you know what uh, I mean? It's We look forward to an exciting week of paper sessions, panels, and tours, along with hands-on workshops in partnership with Le Mans Sonore. Yeah. <laughs> An event that... happening in parallel to the conference, which sits at the crossroads of music, design, contemporary art, and scientific research. It sounds like a trap. You know what uh, I mean? Like, like a you go perjury to this trap? conference in France, and then like all of a sudden all your friends are there, and then all their ex-wives show up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, but you... Okay. But you've, you've got good legal representation from through our attorneys. Yeah, true. Begley, I should probably bring Grimace a couple and of them with me. Yeah. Yeah. Grimace. Okay. Right. Um, okay. Well, let's... Well, my immediate reaction was no, but I'm going to think about it. Okay, well, it there's it says we had a tough time tracking you down due the due to the numerous dead social media links that you advertise on the show. Old Johnny Z, he's a pain in the knee to be sure. Please know that the deadline for registering for the conference is January 17, 2024. A generous stipend will be provided contingent on your ability to attend 
Kind regards, Gary Gottlieb, president-elect. I, you know, I, I mean, mean... How am I getting... Are they paying for my flight? It's a long it's, flight. I can't ride in, in coach, man. It's... If they said generous, so that gives you the ability to basically charge them for whatever you think is yeah. generous. At least business class plus, which okay. is first class. Okay. Any, it's it's interesting. I need to th- I got eight days, which is more than enough time. Okay. Um, I got a letter. It's actually came here remarkably fast, uh, nice. considering it just is from our last episode. Okay. Dear Matt and Martin, I listened to your episode Bowl Season, and it is clear that you two are part of the problem. I'm a lifelong Florida State fan and was furious when they were shut out of the playoffs. Then, these so-called student-athletes abandoned their teammates instead of honoring their scholarships and suffered a humiliating defeat in the Orange Bowl. This is a permanent stain on the football FSU football legacy. Back in the day, one played for the love of the game, their teammates, and their school. Now it's about money and the me-first ethos that so infects our sport. Disgusted in Tallahassee, Larry Dallas. Wow. the Turn on the hater alarm. Whoa. I know. Well... Thanks like what's for the with letter, FSU Larry. fans? Can't they like who are they? They're just mad at everybody now. They're I thought they were supposed to be mad at Matt, the conference, Matt, the playoff. We don't people. We, we now do they're not, mad at their own team. We're a sports adjacent podcast. We have people that are sports guys on the show. Coach <sighs> P is here okay. right now. He can respond to this guy. He knows a lot more about this than we do. Oh. Hold on a second. Matt, how's it going? Hey, coach. What's this guy's problem? Doesn't I don't like know. football? I when don't know. Was this period where everybody was good and no one cared about money? And also, when was this time when Florida State wasn't a bunch of criminals? Uh, Get with the program. I'm getting out of here. This guy's pathetic. Oh, coach. Okay. 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 I mean, he. I'm not sure he's a real person. He na- He says his name is Larry Dallas, which was a character from Three's Company. You weren't. Didn't you have a cameo on that? I was on season one, episode eight. I thought it would develop into something long term. I could be like Bob Uecker, but yeah, they said I was hard to get along with. Okay, I sorry, I didn't mean to dig into it's okay. any. It's okay. Pain, I'm a different person stuff. now. I've grown. Okay. And also, John Ritter, he's hard to get along with. Well, sorry, sorry. I never heard that. Not sorry. Yeah. Um. Look, get a life, man. Me? You know? No. Oh, him. The fake person, the AI that wrote this letter, like about Florida State. Yeah. You know, I don't even know what to tell you. Kyle, the Bulls have been a joke for years. Well, I mean, you get you to know, play game. It's cool. You get to go down there and have fun. Hopefully you're not in Detroit. I mean, since when, you know, why, wasn't everything better when sports fans just like didn't care about like current events at all and just were like, like that, that was the point I thought was to make people just only care about sports and just be oblivious. 
But now it's like sports fans are following the news more closely than anything. It's just the news that has absolutely nothing to do with reality. Matt, I'm going to jump in here real quick. Mar Matt has something he'd like to add here. Okay. Here you go, Mar Matt. As an English person who has never really understood American football, it all seems a bit confusing to me. The game is played over four quarters, but there seems to be a lot of stopping and starting, which makes it hard to follow. I'm not really sure what the objective of the game is, or how the scoring works. I do know that it's a very popular sport in the United States, but I think I'll need to do a bit more research before I can fully appreciate it. See, now that's an old school sports fan take. You know, I don't know the rules. They're confusing. It, it, It makes me uncomfortable. It pushes me out of my comfort zone. Not like, let's follow the the Twitter feed of the law firm representing our favorite player so we can hear the latest things about the lawsuit that he's involved in. Or she. Oh, Matt, you are hilarious. Thanks. I feel like I am back at uni with my mates. But seriously, it is always great to be on the show. Let me know if you need anything. Martin, I picked up your holiday vest at the dry cleaners. Oh. Toodles. Thanks, Matt. Oh, I can't believe I just said toodles. I feel so British. Oh, thanks. Yeah. Marmat's right. I mean, that's kind of scary. I have to say, it's a little bit scary. He learns really quickly. I know. I know. Well, the English have been known for their reason, especially in the world of sport. Okay. Um, I do have one more letter here. I want to get this in real quick because this one's sort of old. It's from the summer. Oh. Dear Duke of Pipso podcast, I hope this letter finds you well. I'm writing to express my interest in advertising my sunscreen company on your podcast. I've been an avid listener of your show for some time now, and I appreciate the valuable insights and entertaining discussions you provide. As an individual who values the importance of sun protection, I've noticed that Matt, one of your podcast hosts, uses a lot of sunscreen. I believe that your listeners would benefit from learning more about the benefits of using sunscreen, and my company's product would be a perfect fit for your audience. Additionally, I'd like to encourage Martin, the other podcast host, to start using sunscreen as well. As you know, sun damage can have long-term effects on skin health, and the right sunscreen can help prevent this. Thank you for your time and consideration. Best regards, Hank Kingsley. Okay. It's another, that's, he was the guest, he was the, he was on the Larry Shandling, or Larry Sanders show. And now he sells sunscreen. Yeah. Uh, you know. What? Okay. People can have second See, chapters in their life. But Maybe he's a made up is- character. You know. But see, it's, I mean, you know, for once I thought that someone really cared about my skin rather than just wanting to shame me because I'm Matt, so you were tan. the hero. I was the goat in that one. And not in the Tom Brady way. Okay. Well, you know, okay. You saying you Mr. did a great Kingsley. job and it would be a perfect opportunity. 
you know, whatever. We were just talking about this multi-million dollar advertising campaign we have designed. Our bank okay. account could use some extra money. Okay, fine. Okay, so you're, is this, I'll, you know, yeah, I'll wear it. I'll good. wear it. Good, good. Do I'm I, sure I mean, he has a lot of ideas. Maybe, you know, he can get you on this show that you were talking about. The Larry Sanders show is hilarious, Martin. Hysterical. So, if anyway. If get on it, it would help us. Okay. That's well, I'm saying. I think... It's about that time, Matt. I think we've done a great job of, uh, you know, of connecting with our with our numerous listeners and just, you know, just want to remind you that if, if you think, you know, that this was funny or wasn't funny, then you should just write something funny and send it into us so we can read your contribution too. N- no offense, Hank Kingsley or Larry Dallas. No offense, Jock Beret from the France Institute of Sound. Yeah. Gary Gottlieb president-elect of the audio engineering society he's not okay. even in a, he doesn't even have any official powers yet look it up on his website look it up on the website i, I believe you but like he okay. can't, he's president-elect there's nothing that comes with that <laughs> okay so anyway let's switch to everybody's favorite game 33 okay all right well the you know one of the fun things about 33 is when uh you try to guess a number or i try to guess a number that you're you know, the other person is thinking of. So I believe it's I, your turn. To, I have a number. To, yeah. Um, 33. No, it's two. It's two. Okay. Um, But I guess that it would be 1,102. So you are closer. So you oh. win. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to go ahead and give. Okay. The name of the game is 33, Martin. 33. The Beatles. They're probably like my ninth favorite British band. I'd say they're good. They have some hits um, like Queen, the Rolling Stones, the Beach Boys, the Eagles, Waylon Jennings, Cream, then probably the Beatles in terms of British bands. Rod, you forgot Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart. So maybe the, they're at 10. The Eagles? Yeah, the, the Eagles. The British Eagles? The Golden Eagles? I, you know, Hotel California, all that stuff. Hotel, Hotel Chestershire? Okay. I don't know. So, They're, you know, some of them are still around. The Monkees. Really, really weird band just in general. They were invented for the TV show. And I think some of them, or maybe only one of them, played instruments. And I, I think they had the TV show on for sort of a long time. It was definitely in syndication for a long time. And they had that guy Davy Jones in there, who was like a heartthrob. And then also, he was in those Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Okay. They also had their own car, like the oh, Monkey Mobile. Right. Like the Partridge family had like a bus. No, no. This, this, this was like the Batmobile, but for the monkeys. You and I have a long way to go, Martin, before we make it big. I'm just saying. Okay. Yeah. True. The Chop Teens. 
Oh, they're America's favorite Christian sex rock band. Uh, people still talk about them. Can you uh, name them? Yeah, oh yeah. Hank, AJ, Dusty, Chaz. I think that's it, right? Yes, that's it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Great, great uh, branding and logos, sort of. They're really on the cutting edge of that. Okay. Yeah, we got to get that, that no one's seen or heard from them in a long time. That's true. That's true. They'll be back. You know, it's like that band from England, the Eagles. They took a long break and then came back, and now you can't stop them. Right. Same. All right, Matt, you ready for 33? 33. Table tennis. Um, one, of the, uh, one of my favorite things as a little kid was watching my dad and my uncle play table tennis. It's ping pong. Uh, played table in tennis in, in my grandmother's basement. And then my cousin Jimmy and I would ride tricycles around as fast as we could around the table and we would leave black skid marks on the floor that my grandmother had to clean on her hands and knees. Remember my dad telling me that I was really, I was embarrassed. Sounds fun though. Darts. Um, that's the kind of game. I just, just don't, just don't get it. I've, I've tried it. Just, First of all, all the games are so complicated to me as someone who doesn't really enjoy games that much. Um, and also, it's like, you know, you got to have your own darts. And, you know, if you miss, you put a hole in the wall at your house and stuff like that. And you'd always know you went to like some really cool frat house where there was just like holes all over the walls around their dartboard because they just didn't care, man. Or they were so rich that their parents would just have it re repaired, bruh. Billiards. Uh, a fun game. Uh, one of those games that, unlike darts, no one's going to get their eye poked out with in most cases. Um, for whatever reason, it, it's fun. It's It's only fun for about... 30 to 35 minutes and then it's like no matter how good you are then you start playing bad and then i guess it's like a lot of sports like golf like that maybe well, it's my golf oh it probably is yeah but sure. i don't play that anymore either so no you don't i remember we're supposed to have our big golf match well i don't I play think... pool anymore either or sorry billiards there, there isn't any place to play billiards anymore. They're Nowhere. taking all the tables away. Right. Because, because of John slate, Taffer. The slate is bad for your lungs. It's made with asbestos. But, I th well, we'll agree to disagree, per usual. Well, Martin, we're, we're almost to the end here, so it's time for us to do hurrahs and huzzahs. Uh, Let's do it. You know, I... I I'm going to do a hurrah, so I'm going to sort of be happy and celebratory about something. You're going to do a huzzah, which for us 
is something negative, I guess, or you, you can explain it the way you want. I'll try. Um, my hurrah this week goes to, for the last time, thank God for a while anyway, the Chicago Bears. Uh, their season ended with a loss to Green Bay. If if anyone can believe still that that actually happened, it was so shocking. Slash S. Um, so the Bears once again had a bad season, but everyone's excited as you know as we get because they weren't as bad. But I have to say that this Sunday. For the first time, and I can't remember how a while, years, I was like, you know, Sunday I get to watch the Bears. Like I, I don't, you know, I was thinking, what what things do I have to do? And you know, and I was like, ah, I, you know, I just have to go find somewhere to watch the game at four thirty, and I ended up watching it at home. But I mean, lucky me, you know, and I wore my Bears sweatshirt around and and. I just want to say that that's exciting. And also they were still the, they were the ninth worst team out of 32 and everyone's pretty psyched. I'll say because, you know, they, because they were so bad, they get to pick some of the good young players who may or may not be good. But I guess if you hang in there long enough, uh, the Bears can be entertaining, and I, I, I'm going to give them a hurrah for that. It's not worth the billions of dollars that they've taken for their clownish mismanagement, but hey, I got a little bit of dopamine from it or whatever. Yeah. So thanks. Hurrah, Bears. New year, Matt. New year. New attitude, maybe. We'll see yes. how long it lasts. Okay. Um. My huzzah this week, and this is a bad one, and I'm this is a sort of an especially bad one because a lot of people didn't like this. My huzzah this year goes to the Golden Globes, which I believe just happened. I saw it on TV briefly, but didn't really watch it. My understanding of the Golden Globes, it's like more fun for the actors because they get to sit with everybody and they have like dinner and stuff and people go wild. And then last year when Will Smith hit uh, Chris Rock, I think everybody realized that maybe award shows and like jokes about people and like just that whole thing. I thought maybe people thought we shouldn't do this anymore. And then the host this year, who I don't know who it is, I'll let you look it up. I have it in front of me, but I'm not, you know, I don't know who he is, but. He had terrible jokes, everybody said, and everybody felt like he was just picking on people and was mean. And, like, there's this thing where he made a joke about Taylor Swift, and she just, like, gave him this really mean face. Maybe it's the time just to say we don't need to have the award shows anymore, because they are pretty weird. But so many people like them. But you got to come up with some sort of different format, I think. You can't have the host just up there making fun of people all the time because people don't like it anymore, and someone was assaulted last year. That's how you get – and that's how you, you make a, a someone who already is deeply mentally ill like Donald Trump, that's how you make him president, is you make fun of him at an award show, and then he somehow, against all odds, actually becomes the next president. 
Right. Well said. So you, you got just the Golden Globes particularly, but all of them, I feel like could stand from a massive uh, presentation format change. Someone's got to stand for civility, Martin. And I think I am, Matt. In this new year, I think you and I and Dr. P and maybe even Larry Dallas and, you know, Marmat, we're going to we're going to we're going to fight for what's right, for doing the right thing because it's the right thing to do. Well said. Well said. Well, Matt, I can't believe it's possible, but here we are yet again. Probably the best podcast of all time, if not in the top three. Yep. Well, thank you, Martin. Happy New Year. And uh, I hope you have a great week. Thank you. See everybody later.